0: Welcome to the Whole Equestrian Podcast.
1: We're here bridging the gap between riding and wellness. Discussing
0: topics related to mindset, fitness, nutrition, and community.
1: Our mission is to promote health and happiness through our love of horses. I'm Emily
0: Hamill, a four-star level eventer, dedicated practitioner of yoga, Pilates, and meditation, personal development enthusiast, and plant strong athlete. And I am recording this in the comforts of my own home in Pennsylvania with my amazing co-host, Tyler Held.
1: That's me, Tyler Held. I'm a professional groom and a mental toughness coach, a lifelong learner in the areas of mindset, positive thinking, and motivation. I'm a practitioner of CrossFit, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and daily meditation.
0: If you haven't listened to the podcast before, welcome. And if you have, welcome back. As we said in our introduction, our mission is to promote health and happiness through our love of horses. And we do this by discussing topics related to our four pillars, which are mindset, fitness, nutrition, and community. In our main episodes, which we release once a month, we talk about goal setting, books, 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 the main topic, listener questions, and actionable advice. We've also released a few guest episodes, and we're very excited about our latest one, where we did an interview with Coach Sando on All Things Fitness. And it was really geared towards becoming a fit rider.
1: That was an awesome conversation. If you haven't listened to it, go check it out because Coach Sando is awesome. He's scientific, but he's also practical and just really gave a lot of good takeaways there. And he has like
0: great energy. like You just want to be a part of what he's doing.
1: Yeah, we're, uh, we're still not really sure what's happening as far as the world reopening slowly right now, I guess. So um, in the meantime, it's a great, it's a great time to just stay fit and stay educated.
0: For sure. Yep. Um, So, our first segment that we like to do is about our Word of the Year, which we discussed, you know, at the beginning of the year, but basically just to, to give you an idea if this is your first time tuning in, we like to choose a word that we can come back to throughout the year to kind of remind us of where we want to go and what's important to us. So, my word for the year is believe, and it's been really helpful during this weird time that we're going through right now. And, you know, I do believe that even though we're all probably going a bit stir-crazy and we're ready, ready to get back to normal life, the safe practices that hopefully you all are practicing, like social distancing, wearing face masks, masks, are for the greater good. So, believing that even though this is weird and it, it just seems like you don't want to do it anymore, I think it's going to be a benefit long-term for us. And the word believe has also been a good reminder to believe that this extra time is helping me become better in all aspects of my life because I've had time to just put more into filling some of the gaps in my riding and also just putting more time into reading and working on myself and and that sort of thing. And we did a list of 20 goals for 2020. Uh, Some of the goals that I have kind of been working towards are with this extra time, I've been able to create some material and content so I can launch Team Barry soon, which Barry is my horse for those of you who don't know. And I've been wanting to get some supporters behind me And, but it's just, you know, it's always like kind of lower on my priority list. Like I'm busy and like haven't been able to put everything together, but now I've had some time to do that. So I'm looking forward to launching that and giving people the opportunity to join a community that supports our partnership. So that's exciting. If you guys are Team Berry fans, you know, be on the lookout for that on my social media. And then another goal Um, that I've been working towards is just setting up a budget that I stick to for myself and also with my new business, doing that. um, That can be something that also gets kind of pushed aside. Like if you can pay your bills, sometimes it's easy to just do that and not really think about the rest. But having a clear guideline um, money-wise has been helpful. And also creating more of a savings account is one of my other goals of the year. So thank you. I'm becoming an adult.
1: Emily's I've, I've always been a saver and Emily's kind of been that voice to me. Like, come on, Tyler. Like this is a once in a lifetime. Like thing, like just spend the money and live in the moment. moment." You only live once. Listen, Like my savings account is very important to me because you never know what's going to happen. Like a global pandemic. Right. And
0: you know, and I've always had like, stuff set aside but like I definitely I'm getting more serious about it now
1: yeah I, I still need to work on like my retirement fund and stuff but I think like especially like in the equestrian industry it's something to be really mindful of like you know especially not knowing if you get hurt you can't work or right. you know can't rely just on your income right all the time
0: and I think people do kind of fall into two categories, either they're, they're like spenders or they're savers, mm-hmm. right? And I'm definitely more of the spender mentality. But um, my stepdad actually would always tell my mom, who also has spender tendencies, that like think of savings as like deferred spending. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You it's not that you can't like spend a, it. You just can't spend it now. A like, good little like mix of both, right. I think. Yeah. So tell me about your word and your goals.
1: Okay, so um, my word and goals actually kind of like fit really well into each other for this episode because my word is connection um, and like that was all about just being like more connected to myself, more connected to the people in my life and um, like more connected to my horses and this time has been perfect for that. Like I think sometimes when we're running around and doing all these activities and going to horse shows and there's like you know always someone that's inviting me out to dinner or anything like that it's just like I'm doing and I'm seeing people but I'm not really connecting to Mm -hmm. them and like same thing in the barn like going to and from lessons and you know like just the constant like go isn't always the best to like let me stop and like have a relationship with these animals so because we don't have any horse shows because I don't have like, you know, a constant, I'm either at the gym, or I'm with someone, or doing this, like, I have had a lot of time to just connect, and connect with the horses, and I just, like, feel like I really have, like, a good understanding of them, and their personalities, and, you know, their legs right now, I'm just, like, really on top of all of that, Um, and then, you know, kind of one of my goals for the year was to invest more in my current relationships, instead of trying to form any new ones which Mm -hmm. is like it's a really good time for that so um like as far as social distancing is concerned I have had a family that has taken me in as like one of their family because I live alone quote-unquote so Mm -hmm. um I know they're being safe I know I'm being safe so they've been like my social distancing family and it just so happens to be my jujitsu professor and um the jujitsu gym is doing all these zoom classes and I was over at their house on Thursday night and um they did like a little zoom belt promotion for me so they promoted me to green belt which they wanted to do that's exciting before I left Mm for Florida but because of you know my lifestyle and everything like that um you know, I wasn't, and then I came back, and it was quarantine, so that was like a really exciting little thing um, that I got to do.
0: And, and now you're a green belt.
1: Now I'm a green belt, and
0: that I'll sounds fancier. To
1: wait a long time to really like break in the green belt, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. in the meantime, like it's, I'm really appreciative of all the gyms that are doing good things with Zoom. And while it's not as fun as doing it with other people, you at least get some sort of interaction. Yeah um and then one of my other goals that i wanted to bring attention to was um being committed to toddy who is stella artois um like the horse that i have in my barn that's on the short list for the olympics and i said be committed to her management and controlling what i can control in our best efforts to go to tokyo and I just wanted to kind of reflect on how great that wording is because that's not a goal that I'm failing right now because right. the Olympics got postponed. Like I still... it's
0: not in your control. It's not like yeah.
1: the Olympics being postponed 100% not in my control. The horse is healthy. The horse is happy. I'm still doing everything I can in her care and management and I'm mm-hmm. not going to stop doing anything in her care and management just because the Olympics yeah. is deferred. So
0: No, that's good. And that's... A really great point about the wording, because I think that's so important when people set goals—is how how they define those. Yeah. So. For sure. Yeah. So Tyler, what time is it?
1: Um, I don't. He's <laughs> <laughs> looking at me because I went to like look at my watch, and you guys cannot see that or yeah. hear that. Um, But it's time for Books, 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 which...
0: That was not an exciting... I'm sorry.
1: Books, Books, Books! Books, Books,
0: Books! That's what I was going for, or like Books O'Clock or something. Oh, it's Books
1: O'Clock. Yeah. Yeah. I would have liked
0: that. But, you know, it's okay.
1: What have you been reading, Emily?
0: Well, I um, have been reading a few things. I finished The Testaments by Margaret Atwood, and that's the sequel to The Handmaid's Tale, and it's a very long book, like over 400 pages, but I read it in one week, so you would be pretty proud of that. i very proud of you. Um, partly because I wasn't feeling well that week, so I had more time to read, and partly because it was such a page-turner, like I just couldn't put it down. So um, I read The Handmaid's Tale earlier this year, which also was good, but I just, I found this super interesting, and it gave a backstory to the first book, and then it also continues the story like where it left off and then it ties it all together and it was just it was a good read yeah like you know it's and I enjoy reading fiction sometimes because I read so much nonfiction. sometimes it's good to just get out of that it's fun
1: to break it up for sure
0: yeah and there's a lot of like empowerment of women and how they work behind the scenes to like make the world go around and control things which true You know, it's a good message. I've read The Handmaid's Tale. I would suggest then reading this book, The Testaments. So uh, I also just started The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. I should know how to say his name. You gave me the book.
1: Yeah, I mean, I read this last year. I thought it was Eckhart Tolle.
0: Eckhart Tolle. You know, we probably should have. Yeah, I did write it right. I did, but anyway, um, he's very well known, and we should really know how to say his name, but we don't, so um, I just started this, so I don't have much to say about it, I guess this would be better to talk about in the next episode, but I'm excited about it, because it's all about, you know, kind of more of the spirituality side of being in the moment and tapping into that so I'm excited to get into that
1: well and I think it's actually a really good book to read during this time too as someone who's read it because like it's all about like clearly the title the power of now Mm -hmm. so any like anything that we're missing right now is something that we used to have so that's like a thought about the past Mm -hmm. or we're like upset that an event that we were looking forward to isn't happening a a future. But like if you actually look at the present moment and what's in front of us, like, I mean, for anyone who's listening to this podcast, like I have to just assume that like your life is not that like the actual day-to-day of what's happening right now Mm -hmm. is not that bad compared to what it could be. I mean, you know what I'm saying?
0: Like, yes. I mean, like equestrians and. Not to assume. Yeah, right. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So I will get more about that and my takeaways next month. Excellent. And then um, I'm also reading, and I'm saying this in quotation, little air quotes, um, but I'm actually listening to this on Audible. It's called Super Attractor by Gabrielle Bernstein. And it's basically about manifesting your desires to create the life of your dreams. And I've been really interested in this topic lately. Like, I've read some stuff on it. I've been doing some manifestation meditations. It's just, like, an interesting thing that I want to learn more about. Um, So, and uh, this lady, Gabrielle Bernstein, she has written a, a bunch of books. Like, she's kind of like a spiritual coach life coach of sorts and so um it's it's interesting and it's a little bit out of my comfort zone like some of it i'm reading and i'm like wow this might be a little woohoo but then also i can buy into it you know what i mean
1: i think that that's like you kind of have to take like that stuff from both angles like this could be a little crap but maybe some of it will work
0: well and also you have to push yourself outside of your comfort zones Uh to grow right? right so and like you know, take what you want from things and leave the rest, yeah. basically. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at. What about you, Tyler?
1: So I um, am in full Tyler nerd mm-hmm. zone because I – um, as you know, I'm starting a doctoral program in July. Yeah. So they sent like, uh, the textbook list for it. And I went on our favorite website thrift books and I was able to find, I bought like 12 textbooks for like 50 bucks. Because That's awesome. Books. I mean, it it's amazing. Um, and so like some of the, the textbooks quote unquote are just like short mental books. So I read two of those. One was Flow in sports: the keys to optimal experience and performance, which is all about flow states, which we've, I feel like, talked about on almost every episode of this yeah. podcast. Um, and then another one was called Coaching Mental Excellence, and the tagline of that book was "It does matter whether you win or lose." And so I was actually really interested to read that one yeah. because I was like, "Hmm, like that's like a little bit."
0: Against some um, of your yeah, yeah
1: uncomfortable, which um we've we've both read another sports psychology book called Relentless by yeah. Tim Grover I think it is yeah um and it's all about like that extra step that you have to take to be like really good and so I was kind of nervous that like coaching mental ex- excellence like it does matter if you win or lose was going to be that same like kind of cutthroat like sports psychology yeah. like you have to be the winner which. I agree, like there is some side to that, like winning is great, but my sports psychology focus is more of a longevity, um, like let's not kill ourselves to just like win because you know, that's why yeah. athletes end up depressed after the Olympics right. and all of that stuff. Was, was not the case, like okay, it was all about redefining winning. Oh, so that nice. like, not so but, that's
0: like more along. Yeah, the it, lines. it was yeah. like
1: everything. I, I was like, oh, okay, like this makes sense. I mean, yeah, it was a little bit outdated. Um, like some of the references of how men and women differ in sports were like definitely outdated. <laughs> um, I'd have to look at the publication date, but it, I was like, eh, this is a little bit.
0: <laughs> this might be incorrect. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, but uh, but no, it it was more. Um, focusing on the process and how you can be successful in all of your endeavors if you define success as, like, giving it your 100% and continuing to line up your life so that you can give your 100%. Because, yeah. you know, like, it's not it's not just, like, everyone's a winner. It right. is everyone can be successful if they work hard and deliberately set up their lives in, in yeah. ways to achieve goals. And so if you're giving it 110% and you increase your sprint time by one second and you don't win, you still are a winner because you did everything that you needed to do. But that's not saying that, like, you can just be lazy and not do anything and, oh, like, that kid that, you know, just showed up to practice and didn't put in any extra work and didn't put in any deliberate thought to the actions is necessarily a winner. And I think that's where, like... Because I roll my eyes a little bit at the everyone's a winner thing. Right. But it has to come from... Everyone
0: can be a winner. Everyone can
1: be a winner. But, but you yeah. have to put in the work. Right. Um, and then I've been reading a sports psychology textbook, which my goal is to read that in a month. It's like a 600-page textbook. But in yeah. fact, if you read 20 pages a day of a 600-page textbook, you will finish it in 30 days. So well, there you go. It's been good. It's... um. I've read, like, a chapter on motivation, a chapter on, um, like, attribution styles, and Mm -hmm. it's it's encouraging because, like, sports psychology, I feel like I have a lot more to learn, but at the same time when I'm reading it, I'm like, this all makes sense, and I feel like I've seen these concepts before in my reading. So I'm really excited to grow and, you know, work on my coursework and work on my thesis and everything like that.
0: Well, I'm excited to watch you do that and cheer you on.
1: Well, I'll be your mental
0: toughness coach, too. Yeah, and that. So that'll be fantastic. Um, okay. Well, I think that wraps up that segment. And now we're going to dive into our main topic, which is finding your superpower. And I would love to take credit for this idea, but the truth is this concept has been referenced a lot in personal development. Um, and some people might find calling it a superpower to be a little bit hokey, but if or if that's too hokey, finding <laughs> your strength. I don't know. <laughs> then listen to another then, podcast. Then this is not the podcast <laughs> no. for you.
1: We're a little bit hokey, but I think um, I think we want people to like buy into the hokiness a little bit yeah. because I feel like you when I first met you kind of thought like that the positive psychology stuff was a little bit hokey pokey
0: yeah I mean I wouldn't say like I was really I was never against it but like I hadn't been exposed to it a ton yeah but then like once you learn about it or at least once I learned about it I'm like all right I see how this works like I see how this makes life better and helps you achieve things and I'm I'm an achiever like I want to do things and make something of my life so I was like all right this is yeah. This is good stuff.
1: Well, uh, in the horse world, like it, it's not easy. Like it can be tough at times. Yeah, we need to get hokey sometimes to make it better. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so, um, regardless of what you want to call it, <laughs> I've been interested in this topic for a while now. Um, but I just listened to one of my favorite podcasts, the Gold Digger Podcast, which is great if you guys are looking for um, kind of a business growth entrepreneur type podcast I really like it but anyway the host Jenna she discussed how to find your superpower and like apply it to your business and which I found really interesting and I took a lot away from that but I thought after listening to that that we could transfer that concept to the horse world
1: so essentially we're stealing this idea but we're not stealing it because yeah
0: and it's not just one person's idea yeah i mean
1: everyone's yeah you google it finding your superpower
0: there's a lot of info out there
1: there are some quizzes that you can take though that are like what would your superpower be like teleportation we should have taken
0: those we didn't we clearly didn't do all of our research but we're talking about like real life super superpowers so you know yeah not make believe superpowers although maybe some people have real superpowers i don't know anyway yeah, okay, we're, we're getting off topic <laughs> really down
1: the deep
0: we're getting <laughs> off topic anyway let's let's bring it back tyler
1: um all right well emily i actually think it's really interesting that this is like what you suggested the episode to be because um essentially what we did was a process of asking like our close friends our positive attributes so we could figure out like what we give to the world um, because the idea is like oftentimes you don't see it yourself um, but I've kind of wanted to do a similar process um, to, to find my weaknesses and find what I can work on which like maybe we'll do yeah. as a later activity. Um,
0: I think that's a great idea. I think it's like people are a little more hesitant to tell you what's wrong with yourself. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you what's wrong with you. Right now? No.
1: (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) Actually, nothing. So that would be really hard to do. I said it and I was like, wait, I don't actually know. But everybody has weaknesses. So we should explore that at a later date. But for now, we're focusing on the positive.
1: Okay. So what is a superpower, Emily?
0: Well, it's something that you've developed because of your unique life experience. So, you know, everybody's gone through their own stuff and nobody's experience has been the same so through all of those different experiences you're gonna just kind of have ways of dealing with life and with other people and all of that and basically hopefully there's something positive that comes out of all those unique experiences and then you can bring that to the table and like inspire and help others. So and yeah. I love it. You know, not all superheroes wear capes. So <laughs> alright, alright. Just average people. Everybody can everybody has a superpower. You just have to find it.
1: Okay, so we're gonna yeah we're gonna talk about how we found it. Um and you know it it's uncomfortable. It's cheesy. We do tend to shy away from like being confident and being like this is how I shine, or, like, these are the good things about myself and recognizing them because, like, I feel like our society has really, have has a bad, like, connotation with mm-hmm. egotistical people, and, like, yeah, you can take it too far, but at the same time, like, you really need to own your strengths to be able to use them
0: to yeah. better the world. And I think the uncomfortable part about it is, like, it's, easy to kind of fit in and blend well maybe not easy but like it's more comfortable to just fit in and it's harder to like want to stand out sometimes I feel like would you agree like well, that
1: you're talking to me I mean I'm talking to you but
0: I'm just like blanket statement in yes, general in
1: general I do think that people actually it's at, fun tie-in. I okay. um I was just reading a study in my sports psychology textbook this morning and they did um they had lines, four lines, um and one line was five inches long, mm-hmm. another line was like close to five inches long, one was four and a half inches long and one was six inches long. Okay. And they lined up a bunch of people and they said pick which line is closest to the line that's five inches long. So you know, there's yeah. one that's like literally like really like close. really similar yeah. in length, and they had seventy percent of the participants intentionally choose wrong. So okay. they had a bunch of people say that line that's four point five inches is the closest one to the five inches.
0: One clearly, it's really when not.
1: It, it is clearly not. But the people that weren't prompted to choose that, like that, were just choosing based on their mm-hmm. own thing heard everyone else picking the 4.51 and they pick that one because they don't want to stand out.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. So that's
1: these that's the that's the shit that we're talking about here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, but what we're trying to get you to do is realize that standing out and owning your uniqueness and your strength is actually you know, good for you. It's good for other people like you just gotta
1: pick the five inch line if the five inch line is closer to the five inch line right don't don't be wrong because everyone else is wrong
0: exactly um so as tyler said before we took the time to reach out to our close friends and family uh, with some questions that we're going to get into um and when i sent these people the questions it just like I sent it in a group text and, you know, asked them if they would answer it if they had time. And I was like, I know it might seem like I'm fishing for compliments, but really this is for research <laughs> purposes, you know. But that's what it felt like. It's like, oh, tell me all the wonderful things about me. You know, it felt, again, very egotistical. and um, But that's, that's not what it's about. Right, well, and that's where yeah. like, that
1: just, like, shows your discomfort with it in general. It's like... Yeah you don't feel like it's socially acceptable to go up to someone and say, hey, what do you like about me? Right.
0: <laughs> I mean, but think about it. Maybe the world would be a better place if we just, like, told people what we liked about them. I
1: mean, I try to do it Yeah. when I can. Like, you know, I try – I see good things in everyone, and I try to be like, wow, like, that was really cool what you did today. Or I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, you're literally the funniest person I know. Like, yeah. you're so nice. Just, like, stop – being in your head and get out there in the world. Ask people what's great about yourself.
0: And that is your superpower, Tyler. (laughs) (laughs)
1: End of episode. Yeah. And we're done.
0: Yeah. So the reason that we need to step out of this comfort zone and ask other people is because they see things that may not be obvious to you. Um and, you know, it's hard to notice and appreciate our strengths because they're so innate to us, you know? So what is easy and natural for us can seem amazing to other people, right? right? So something that, like, I just do without thinking about it, other people are like, wow, how do you do that? You know? So, again, that's just showing the differences in people, and um, I think we need to jump in. Yeah, exactly.
1: Okay, so our first question that we asked was, what problem would you come to me with to help you solve?
0: So we're going to run through a couple of the highlights here. (laughs) All right, Tyler, what about you? What (laughs) is...
1: Okay, so it's actually like, you know, this was definitely supposed to be like, you know, trying to highlight an aspect of our personality. (laughs) Like, that's the goal, but we we got some golden moments in here that are going to help entertain you in the meantime. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, I do have like a lot of serious ones. Like, I think on the serious end of things, the highlights were if I was, like, feeling unfulfilled or having a problem with relationships. Um, Someone said that they would talk to me about boy problems, which (laughs) if you've listened to the show before, I just think that that's hilarious. Um, my, uh, My second favorite was probably opening a jar or self-defense tactics which is almost
0: as good as my husband answering that he would ask me about spelling and grammar (laughs) true story people true story
1: literally spelling and grammar i also got is blank a celiac friendly dish that
0: was i also enjoyed that (laughs) is
1: that like revealing what my superpower is that has gluten in it, As, and sometimes I don't know, sometimes I accidentally eat gluten, so I don't think that that's my superpower, but... That is
0: not your superpower, because <laughs> I have seen you get glutened on multiple occasions.
1: Well, you brought me the sandwich. It
0: didn't... It, they said it was gluten-free. Can we please drop it? Um, yeah, so some more serious answers um, for me were... They were mostly horse-related, also some Communication questions like how to communicate what's going on in my head with the people around me without sounding like a beep or pompous. (laughs) So, apparently, that is something you can come to me with. Um, and yeah, just some talking through like difficult times, that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, I know I said that I would come to Emily if I was like injured or overworked or feeling burnt out because I know she'd be the voice of reason and telling myself, like, not to be so hard on myself. And I would also go to Emily for fashion or boy advice.
0: Woo! That is a strength. Um, So, and then I answered for Tyler. I said uh, if I was feeling stuck in my life or mindset because she always has something to say based on a book she's read or experience that she's had and it always helps to pull me out of a funk.
1: Okay, so we're starting to form our superpowers, but we we needed to dig deeper than that. So, question number two is: What abilities of mine do you admire, Emily? What do people admire? I I can start with my answer for you. Okay,
0: yeah, if you want to. Um,
1: Emily is always so steady and centered, no matter what's going on in her life. Like, I feel like I am. Sometimes, like, very high, sometimes very low. I have never seen Emily. She just runs at the same battery level all the time. Like, <laughs> Which, like, sometimes I'm
0: like, wow, is that a good or a bad thing? Like I think like,
1: it's I a think... great thing. Like, if your phone was constantly at 75%, you're not going to be worried about running out of battery. Like, it's not fully charged, so it's not, like, you know... It's not reared up to go, or I don't know. That's a bad analogy. Yeah, I'm like, what?
0: What are you saying? I'm not fully charged. But (laughs) But no, I get what you're like. I'm just there.
1: At the same level. Well, thank you. You're
0: welcome. Um, and for Tyler, I admire her energy and how she's always up for anything. Um, also her passion for learning and growth it's inspiring and like she just shows me what's possible and pushes me to be better every day which again tapping a little bit into the cheese but it's true yeah um some other entertaining answers do you have any funny ones that people answered about you i mean i have some
1: like pretty you know determination self-motivation willingness enjoyment of reading another motivation achievement um I think a a funny one was getting up early to exercise before working on your feet all day it's like something that someone admires (laughs) about me um but yeah like I think it's really mostly most of my answers were about positivity motivation dedication and getting things done
0: yeah which I agree with all of those things um Mine uh, were pretty similar to, like, what Tyler said. You know, I can stay calm in stressful situations, think clearly and not act emotionally. Um, The ability to look beyond myself and see the needs of others and not get rushed. Um, Understanding, really listening to horses. Yeah, that's kind of what we got going. All right. So,
1: question number three. How would you describe me to someone who doesn't? Okay, know I'm me? gonna
0: go first for you. Okay. I would describe Tyler as driven, motivated, a hard worker, strong, knowledgeable, confident, and doesn't need others' approvals to live life. That was a lot of things, but I think all of those are very true.
1: I love it. Thank you, Emily. You're welcome. Emily is unflappable. She is calm, cool, and collected in the face of adversity. She sometimes takes too long to get ready, but it's always stressed to impress, and she always knows how to make me laugh.
0: As you'll see, possibly in some <laughs> bloopers that we had from earlier in the episode.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: what man. Did, uh,
1: what did PJ say about you?
0: Um... That I am career driven, goal oriented, and vegan. I love my husband, but like, you know, He'd
1: come to man, you for
0: a, yeah, he would come to me for spelling and grammar, and he would describe me as a vegan. You <laughs> he, you know, he just gets. Vegan? No, I'm like, you know, 95% vegan, vegan, plant based. Anyway, um. So, you know, but he did give me the career-driven, goal-oriented. I was hoping for maybe some, like, compassionate, loving, but nope.
1: (laughs) Okay, one of my friends said that I'm self-disciplined and funny and a little cray. I love that. (laughs) So that was good. Someone said, loves to cook and work out. Um, this one is my favorite one, and I like, want permission to quote it on my um, eHarmony profile, okay. which I've recently signed up for. It says, Tyler is one of the funniest and most selfless people I have ever met. She literally does it all. And when she starts something, there is no question that she will see it through. She cares immensely for the people around her and will often prioritize other needs before thinking of her own. Tyler is the coolest. I mean, do I need another five-star review or... I think
0: that, yeah, (laughs) they should have a recommendations link on the... Or, you know, like a page on your eHarmony profile. Like, Uh, recommendations and then just put that in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Um, That's great. Someone did
1: say that I am initially awkward.
0: I would go with that. Yeah. I thought that a bit when I first met you. Yeah. But I quickly learned that it's like a cool awkward...
1: Um, and someone else said
0: I have awesome hair, so that was like... You do have great hair. Cool, my superpower, um, awesome hair. Great hair. Uh, and you can open a jar. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to share just one other one because I think this is pretty funny. Um, my stepdad wrote this, and he said um, how he would describe... <coughs> sorry, sneezing. How he would describe me is always persistent, and then he goes on to give an example that how I rode Louis, my first horse ever, nine miles to a trailering clinic, and because he wouldn't get in the trailer. And then I loaded him 250 times over the weekend to be able to trailer him home. <laughs> <laughs> so if that's not persistence, I don't know what is.
1: Wow, that actually is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I never told you that story. Oh, oh it's a good one. That's I mean, like,
1: um, <laughs> Okay, one of my favorite Major League Eventing podcast episodes is Ryan Wood's podcast when he talks about his pony, like, bucko that he got at the circus, and, like, it would... I didn't
0: hear this. It
1: wouldn't load onto the trailer, (laughs) and so, like, he rode the pony home following the horse trailer (laughs) because
0: it wouldn't load. We need to bond on this. Oh, my my gosh.
1: It was a really like like, 10 out of 10 would recommend the Ryan Wood episode. Of oh, Maybe my gosh. I'll have
0: to check that out. So, question number four. This was a late ad question. So, um, but we're still going to go with yeah, it. Just, so, what quality of mine stands out most when I'm working with horses?
1: Um, Emily, your your level-headed personality translates so well to your work with horses both in and out of the saddle i'm like i've never seen you get into a fight with a horse you work so hard to understand each animal's personality and you adapt accordingly and you're just you're just there emily you're just the you're just such a level (laughs) level person well and they really appreciate that. that is
0: why i get along with barry animals yeah yeah well, thank you. And, like, That's
1: Barry who bucked me straight off the first time I tried to sit on him.
0: Yeah, is that the only time you've ridden him? No,
1: remember you had me ride him one day on your day off. Oh, like, yeah, I, like I, you I, jogged, jogged him, him or something. The track because you were like, "Do you want to ride Barry today? I feel like you guys need to
0: bond, bond." Yeah, yeah. so I
1: did ride him. Nice with a saddle on the first time. He, he had never been ridden bareback, and PJ wanted to get on Barry bareback in his. A wedding tuxedo <laughs> and I was like, well here, like let me try first just to make sure nothing bad's gonna happen. Something bad was going to happen.
0: <laughs> and Tyler took one for the team. So lesson learned Barry does not appreciate bareback. No no. So um when it comes to Tyler working with horses, her ability to be efficient around them without being frantic is something that I think is really special like when she has more horses than she should at an FEI event and she's the only groom. You know, that may have happened before and she handles it like like a boss. Just get it done. Like a boss. So, that's pretty admirable. Uh yeah. and then the other answers were pretty similar yeah. to that. Yeah. So, I think that's probably Well, I guess let's let's finish this little section by after getting feedback from these people what would you what do you think your overall superpower is so
1: i think like the biggest themes for me were like motivation self-discipline positive things so i think like my superpower is being a cheerleader
0: oh i agree hands down tyler's like the best cheerleader you could ever have
1: could like I'm a cheerleader for myself, and mm-hmm. I'm a cheerleader for those in my life, and
0: just, and just life in general. Yeah, just yeah. Get
1: things done. So that's 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 my superpower.
0: World's best cheerleader. And um, and I'm,
1: I would not be good at the actual sport of cheer. Right. Just a disclaimer.
0: Just the like. The the but I non. I was a cheerleader. Were you? In
1: first grade. Oh, cool. The Fulton Falcons. Can red, you please
0: white, and blue. find a picture? possibly i can, I can possibly do okay that. all right um so i think my superpower and this was actually pointed out by my mom she answered a question that i did not ask but she said i think your overall superpower
1: <laughs> she she read the mind okay? the yeah my mom is mind reading.
0: reading that's what it is but she said that it's quietly bringing out the best of those around you human or animal and I think that that's, like, a good wording because of the, like, quiet, just kind of level, trying to bring the best that way. Cool. Yeah. Well, so I don't I don't really know exactly, like, one word what the superpower would be. The study eddy. The study eddy. Which yeti. we're going to get into okay. in a second
1: because we want to talk about... After you have just listened to Emily and I discuss our strengths and what other people think about us. Right. (laughs) And
0: just building ourselves up. But we're embracing it.
1: If you are still listening to this podcast right now, we're (laughs) going to tie in why this topic is important to equestrians.
0: Okay. So some thoughts we had are that it might be useful in selecting horses. So if you are gifted at staying calm in difficult situations, chances are you will be suited to handling difficult or hot horses. And I think that that's why I like have always, like my most successful horses have been quirky, like excitable types. Right. Because I can just kind of bring that level energy.
1: Yeah. I need a kick ride.
0: Yeah, so Tyler would be the opposite. You know, she's high energy, so she could probably be a cheerleader for the less motivated horses, you know? So I think that that's kind of a fun way you can think about that. Um, I'm sure there's other things when it comes to selecting horses. Yeah, I
1: mean, like, anything that, like, you can understand what your personality is and what your personality is going to give to a relationship, whether it's with your horse or... um, like, in your barn, like, barn dynamics, Mm -hmm. there's different people, different personalities, everyone's gonna approach situations different ways, so to understand that, and this, this goes way beyond just barn dynamics, if you don't work in a barn, like, any sort of team, Mm -hmm. even Emily and I, like, need to understand that I'm the cheerleader and she's the steady Eddie. And so like when we're preparing for these podcasts, I'm just like, rah, rah, we're good. Let's go. And Emily's like, "Mm, I need to like think, I need to process, I need to prepare. So we need to like kind of work off each other's personalities to get that stuff done. So if you're in a barn um, or in a team or at work, like just understanding who – People
0: are and like let their superpower shine. Yeah, for sure. Types of people we thought about in the barn would be the cheerleader, as we've talked about, um, which I think we've explained enough to this point. The steady Eddie also went into explanation. Uh, Another thing would be like the hustler, someone who's just like real eager to get it done. Like, how else would you? A
1: worker bee, a little bit. It's kind of. Keep and,
0: your head down, work, and make s- things happen. So, like,
1: they might not, you know, understand. Like, they, I feel like those are the people that, like, really kick it into action sometimes. Yeah. And so they might not understand when someone's, like, being, like, really methodical or, like, taking a step back because they're like, hey, hey, like, we got to hustle. Yeah. And so, you know, like, someone like Emily might be like, maybe we slow down and, like, think about this right now yeah. and, like, work through this this problem a different way. And it's all you know, relationships are probably the number one most complicated thing in this planet. So just appreciating who someone is as a person and be like, oh, like, they're just trying to hustle and get it done. Um, Maybe it's not done to my OCD standards, right? But, like, they were doing it in their own way. And, again, I always say, too, like, there are a million ways to do one thing and just because I'm not necessarily doing it the way that, someone else is doing doesn't mean they're wrong or i'm right or anything like that but taking time to understand and that's like especially important in my role as a groom because like you before i worked for jenny when i was working for kevin i did a lot of freelancing and that's even more important because you have different riders with different personalities and different quirks and just even different specifications that they like as far as how their horses are tacked up and you just have to be very unflappable and be Like, okay, well, my idea of how this gets done might not necessarily be their idea, and it's not a matter of who's right and who's wrong. It's like, let's work together as a team to get this done.
0: It's about collaborating, Yeah, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: So, and then another type of person that you might see in the barn is like, or in any work environment, I guess, would be like a balancer.
1: Which I think, like, the balancer is definitely, like, somewhere in between, like, the steady Yeti hustler and the cheerleader. It's, like, a little bit of a blend of all of those Mm -hmm. personalities. I actually, like, um, I think of Alexa Lapp, who I work with as the balancer, because she's definitely, like she'll be the cheerleader like if we're having you know a day where we're just like not really into it she'll come in and be like let's learn this TikTok dance and like laugh for five minutes in Mm -hmm. between this set of horses so we can take a break but then she's also like okay like we you know we still have six horses to ride and the paddock waters need to get done and she's very good at like being like you do this you do this you do this and like this is how we're gonna get it all done And she's, like, a hustler in that way, but she's also, like, very steady through the whole process. So.
0: Well, that seems like a great type to be. She's amazing. Yeah.
1: She's a great kid.
0: That's awesome. And then another thing we thought of is the barn mom type. And that's just, you know, there's always someone who kind of has that nurturing instinct um, who wants to make sure that people are eating, that they're feeling okay,
1: that maybe will, like take you to the real doctor if you like hurt something right. and not just be like ice and surpass that like maybe Or the, the vets vet coming out. Yeah, spray. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I like how we had this yeah. thought?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean not that that's ever happened ever. Zero times. But uh anyway. So, and I think that that's an important part um, for someone to play in the barn as yeah. well. Yeah. Because I think, I
1: think you can be a little bit of, like, all these things, too.
0: Yeah, because as we're talking about it, I'm like, hmm, I see some of this, you know. Yeah. Like, I, I have some barn mom tendencies because I love to eat, and it bothers me when people don't eat all day. Yeah. I'm like, no, you need to fuel your body. Well, yeah. Come on. And
1: like, if, if, uh, if I feel like it's a day where we have time, and I see someone, like, eating and walking and, like, doing seven things, and I, like, look at the board and I'm like, Look, we only have, like, X number of horses left to ride. Like, can you please just sit down and eat your lunch? Like,
0: stop moving, sit down, like, take a breath, maybe drink some water, stay hydrated. Hydrate or
1: dihydrate?
0: I haven't heard that (laughs) saying before. (laughs) Dhydrate?
1: Grace says it all the
0: time. Dhydrate. Interesting.
1: Hydrate or (laughs) hydrate?
0: All right. Well, there you go. Um,
1: okay, so what uh, what else is the purpose of these superpower exercise, Emily?
0: Well, I think it can help you strengthen your why. And we've talked about that a lot before, mm-hmm. your why, your purpose, like what drives you. And I think if you can understand, like if you, once you realize your superpower, you might see how it's already tied into your why or if it isn't tied into your why, you can maybe bring it into that to make your why even stronger. Do you get you get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. I'm
1: picking okay. up what you're What I'm putting down.
0: down. So do you have anything to add to I that? I I
1: just, like, think, I mean, obviously, you know, we kind of joked about stroking our egos and stuff like that, but if you do ask your friend this, you know, it's going to make you smile and be like, that, like, Someone else sees this in me, and that is the value that I'm adding to their yeah. life. Um, and I, I read a influential book one time called "Becoming a Person of Influence," mm-hmm. and it's all about how every single person is a person of influence because, like, the way that you act and react will always influence the other people in your life and who you're interacting with. Yeah. So. Whether you like it or not, like, your actions and behaviors are fueling some other person. And so being able to hone in on these positive aspects of your personality, it's like, okay, wow, like, this is who I am. Like, this is what I'm doing for the world. And it might not seem like we're saving, you know, curing cancer or saving the Amazon forest. But we are making the impact that we can in our community.
0: Yeah, no, that's great. And I think that ties basically into our last point about how you should use your superpower to help others. And, you know, you should feel kind of like a sense of responsibility once you understand your gifts, that you need to share them with people. Like it's almost a disservice if you keep those hidden and you don't let that shine through. Yeah. You know, and... Cole's making some funny noises. He's he was like being, having
1: nightmares now.
0: He was being so good this whole episode. Um, anyway, so you know, go out there and like celebrate your uniqueness. Share it with the world. Spread some light, some love. Now we're getting hokey, but it's all good.
1: Will you get me some pom poms for my birthday?
0: I think that's necessary. Yes, <laughs> I do. So. Uh now the next segment that we are going to jump into is listener questions. And this month we didn't really
1: we asked the listeners yes. a question.
0: So it was it's like listener... listener answers. Listener answers. That would be the opposite of questions, wouldn't it? <laughs> sure. Would. So <laughs> my question that I posted in our Facebook community I said, if you and your horse had a superpower, what would it be? And so they're thinking, like, you know, like, comic superhero powers. So,
1: before we get into it, what would your comic superpower be?
0: Well, if I could choose a superpower, Mm -hmm. I would teleport, Yeah, for sure, because, like, Ain't nobody got time to be like driving around for hours to horse shows. Yeah. I want to blink my eyes and be there. Absolutely. So I guess I'd have to also be able to teleport to my horses. Touch um, yeah, if I'm touch whatever I'm touching comes with me. Like you I just mean, like
1: touch, you load up your horse trailer and you touch your I horse touch, trailer. Touch, yep, and boom. And boom.
0: Wow, I don't know what would be a better superpower than that. Like, can anyone tell me a better superpower? Tyler?
1: Yes, I would. (laughs) want.
0: (laughs) I'm not sure that this is going to be better, but go on. What would your superpower be?
1: Like, I want to control plants. Mm. Like Poison Ivy, which is a super villain, but in Sky High, the real cheesy superhero movie, which you probably have not nope, seen. No, I have not. But I saw it. Got it. Whatever year it came out, I saw it in theaters, and there was a power outage during the movie, like in a movie theater. Weird. So they like gave us like tickets for like later in the week, anyways.
0: Um, <laughs> not
1: important. Poison Ivy, you can like make plants grow. Like I can like shoot vines, and I'm pretty sure she can talk to animals too.
0: See, that would be helpful or like the whole like shooting something. vines i'm not really sure that's how that would sexy sure i mean who doesn't want to be like trapped in vines right so
1: <laughs> i i think like 100 but no i would really like I, i'm pretty sure poison ivy can communicate with animals i want that to be part of my whole nature deal i can communicate okay, so with animals, like... animals and and the plants okay yeah okay that's good um Kayla Lee said she would want to teleport and my horses, she wants them to have super fast healing powers. I think that's a good. That was a really good answer. That's a
0: good answer.
1: I kind of want myself to have super fast healing powers. Yeah, that's
0: actually right up there with teleporting, I would say.
1: Chloe was with me on the ability to read minds of horses or talk to them. Yeah. And have them do the same in return.
0: Yeah. See, I would like to read horses' minds and, like, communicate with them. Mm-hmm. I would not want to write, read people's minds. Like, I don't really want to know what's going on in people's heads. Yeah. To a point. I mean, some people, yes, I'd be very interested. But others, like, I, I don't know that I want to Maybe know. Maybe for, like, a day. Yeah, for a day. And then I think it would be exhausting.
1: Yeah, Tanya, Tanya wants the ability to read each other's minds, so she's interested. Um, Annie said flying, which that I That would think also be great. Would be great. I think, like, flying on a, um, what's it called when-
0: it's a, a magic carpet?
1: No, no, no. <laughs> it's not an alicorn, I think, is a flying unicorn. Pegasus? Pegasus is a flying horse. Okay. An alicorn is a flying unicorn, I think.
0: I don't know.
1: Um, But that would be cool. Like, if you ride in the air. Yes. Um, That would
0: be super fun. um,
1: Natalie wants healing powers, which that's cool, because then she could heal heal others. Heal others. That's probably others' horses. Right. We had some good answers. I would want to
0: be her friend, then. Yeah, definitely. So, So Natalie, if that comes true, like... We're being friends. So
1: now we want all of you guys that answered that question to find your superpower.
0: Your real-life superpower?
1: Your real-life superpower, which is, how do you do that, Emily?
0: Okay. So this is tying into our actionable advice section. And what we want you to do, we kind of explained it earlier, but we're going to break it down for you right here is ask a few of the people you are closest with to answer the following questions about you. One, what problem would you come to me with to help you solve? Two, what abilities of mind do you admire? Three, how would you describe me to someone who doesn't know me? Four, what quality of mind stands out most when I'm working with horses? So we will also post these questions um, once we have posted our episode.
1: Yeah, we can make like a... A post on the gram.
0: Yeah, for sure. And um it's fun. Like once you get over the initial weird factor, this is a fun exercise. I think we had a
1: lot of fun talking about yeah. that. Yeah. I hope you guys had fun listening to us. Yeah. I hope my superpower is definitely um opening a jar.
0: <laughs> it's a great one. Um, so uh, which
1: actually is funny because like I'm strong but I'm sometimes I'm not dexterous. Mm-hmm. So like I'm really not that like great.
0: The no is, yeah, like the hand strength is like
1: like little things, like taking caps off. Like mm. I'm like, I should be able to do this and I get so frustrated.
0: <laughs> get frantic about it. Yeah. Uh so what's next? Who
1: knows, Emily? Yeah,
0: we're still kind of in a holding pattern here, but hopefully. We're in the red. Yeah, we're still in the red zone, but hopefully things will start opening up when it's safe and horse shows will resume and all of that. Good stuff. So.
1: We'd like to have more experts on our show that tie into the four pillars, mindset, fitness, nutrition, and community. If you have any suggestions or if you want to sponsor an episode, um, email us at thewholeequestrian@gmail.com. at gmail.com.
0: And you can also reach us on our social media. So check us out there.
1: DMs, baby. Slide into the Slide into
0: the DMs. So. We hope that this episode encouraged you to embrace your superpower and use it to help others. Oh,
1: this is going to be super late in the episode, but we love feedback. And we actually did get a five star Apple review last uh, month. So I'm going to read it real quick. Oh, wow.
0: This is out of order, Tyler. I know. But but we're going to.
1: Horse Girl Five said, I love listening to your podcast. You guys are hilarious, by the way. And I love hearing all the tips on each equine wellness, and human wellness, and just everything makes sense. Thanks for your awesome tips for staying sane during lockdown.
0: Oh, that's great. That's really cool. Um, So thanks for that. And if you want a shout-out on the air, make sure to give us a five-star review, and we will
1: gladly read it, you know, because apparently
0: we like to hear good things about ourselves. Who doesn't, right, you know? So... With that being said, thanks so much for listening.
1: We're here bridging the gap between riding and wellness. And
0: in the meantime, enjoy the ride. (laughs) You know how people say like, there's this whole other world or, you know, this whole other something, you know, they're talking about something and how there's more. Yeah. I used to always, I don't know why, but I would say like whole nother. Like, I'd put an N on the beginning of other. Like, another, but without the... And that's not a word. Another? Another. A whole another. another. (laughs) I used to always say that. And then I was, like, reading in a book, and I, like, saw it spelled out, like, whole other, and it just clicked. And I was like, I've been saying it wrong my whole life.
1: I feel like I might have been saying it wrong my whole life, too.
0: Do you know what I mean? Like it just kind of comes out, a and you're like world. whole nother.
1: Yeah.
0: But it's that's not a word. It's, no, another is not. Another a word. is not a word.
1: What about another?
0: Another, a whole another. A but whole then, another. <laughs> see, that's why it's like it was mind blowing to me.
1: Huh. I always say, avocados. Avocados?
0: I've never heard you say that.
1: <laughs> I have been saying it recently. My avocado sheets.
0: Ew. <laughs> That's gross. I just don't even like the sound of that. Welcome
1: to the Whole Equestrian Podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound right. Just... <laughs> oh, okay. So oh my god. Welcome to the Whole Equestrian Podcast.
1: We're here bridging the gap. <laughs>
0: In football, when it's like the last, the last thing, it's the fourth down, fourth quarter,
1: fourth down on fourth quarter,
0: quarter. something fourth like quarter, that. Fourth quarter, fourth down? Yeah.
1: It's sports a- ball? It's the last <laughs> inning.
0: Okay, last inning. We've got, f- we um, got to throw a Hail Mary. It's
1: the last down on the fourth inning <laughs> of the sports ball game.
0: <laughs> okay, so this is for real
1: action.
0: Welcome to the whole equestrian podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry. We're I don't... here bridging the gap between riding and wellness.
0: Discussing topics related to mindset, fitness, nutrition, and community.
1: Our mission is to promote health and happiness through our love of horses. I
0: think, yeah, we just need to get through just it once. Just keep going. We're just
1: doing oh. it. Oh, we are? The <laughs> podcast welcome to the whole question no podcast. we've been doing this intro for 20 minutes and we're just going with it so i hope you enjoyed
0: that. oh are we serious yes i'm 100 no let's serious. start again because i just need to get through it